Welcome to Refocus. I'm your host, Trevor Wilson. This is a podcast of Sunday school lessons that I've taught, some sermons that I have preached. Uh, I have various guests at different times. Uh, Basically, the, the whole idea is to just kind of refocus back on the Word of God, going back to those Bible stories, studying the scriptures. Let's just, just kind of get out of ourselves, out of our own thinking, and go back to the Word of God and see what He has to say. I love those old Sunday school lessons when we were kids. We seem to have gotten away from some of those, just the bare bones bottom of what the Word of God, the meat and potatoes, if you will. So I hope you enjoy it and pass along and share. Now, let's get to the lesson. Let's, we're going to go ahead and get started. So like I said, I, I was looking at some of the ones I had marked down from some, um, some of you guys have posted in here, and I was looking through my book, and I, and I didn't see them actually in my book, and uh, in my ugly mug. Here's, I'll show you a better looking mug right there, brother. All right. Since you don't like looking at this ugly one, I'll show you this, this good mug right here. All right. We, we can even just leave it in view if you want. I need a, like a table or something. Um, but anyway, so I was looking through and, and trying to find some of the ones that you guys had requested. And I come across this, this one. This old, this old song, this hymn, this hymn that um, is written for children. Um, we don't really, as adults, sing this one very often. And I, <laughs> both equally. Okay, guys, I'm going to make you guys read. That's what I'm going to make you guys. You and Bo and my brother, don't encourage each other, okay? Um, but anyway, so Onward Christian Soldiers is a song that was written for children. This is a song, um, my brother and if my sister pops in here, my dad, they can attest that when we went to Christian school in elementary school, uh, when we had chapels or, or get-togethers or any of that kind of stuff, and even you'll see this in VBS, it's, it's one of those action songs um, that you can sing to and, and make movements to, all right? So this particular Onward Christian Soldiers, and we're going to get into the history and then we'll get into the lesson here. The history goes, it's written by a fella by the name of Baron Gould, all right? He was a gifted, they say a gifted preacher and literary man of the 19th century. He was ordained to the Anglican ministry in 1864. He was a noted writer all throughout his life. It says that his publications included 85 books on such varied subjects such as religion, travel, folklore, mythology, history, fiction, biography, sermons, and popular theology. It is also said that the British Museum shows more titles by him than any other writer of his time. All right, So if you're ever at the British Museum, you will see... His writings displayed, all right? He wrote this song, and this is the song, this is the one writing that he is the most noted for or remembered today, and it is a simple children's hymn, 
All right, so we've talked about adult hymns. We've talked about hymns. But this is more of a children's hymn. This is one that the children sing. But uh, this was written in 1865. Um, this is what the author says about his, uh, about his hymn, okay? He says, in writing this very simple fashion, without, throughout publication, Whit Monday is a great day for, for school festivals in Yorkshire. And one, and yet one Whit Monday, it was arranged that our school should join forces with that of the neighborhood village. I wanted the children to sing when marching from one village to another, but couldn't think of anything quite suitable. So I sat up at night, resolved to write something myself. Onward, Christian soldiers was the result, and it was written in great haste. And he says, he continues, he says, As it was written in great haste, I am afraid that some of the rhymes are faulty, and I'm certain that nothing has surprised me more than its popularity. Um, so here we have a great children's rhyme, a hymn, that we all love, we all know, we've all sang, we march to it and, and, and make all of our gestures. And yet it was written pretty hastily, but it was written out of a need for action and for marching and, and for these children to sing going into uh, these neighboring towns, okay? Now there are two omitted verses. Uh, when you look through your hymnals, when you read these, there are four. There is actually six. There is two, and I'm going to read those now. Uh, one is crowns and throne may perish, um, kingdoms rise and wane, but the church of Jesus constant will remain. Gates of hell can never against the church prevail. We have Christ's own promise that cannot fail. When the saints establish that I hold for true, what the saints believe that I believe too. Long as earth endurest men that faith will hold, Kingdoms, nations, and empires, and destruction rolled. So those are two verses that we don't get to see or read. They're basically um, not in, in our hymnals today. But they're very powerful. And if you notice, when we read them later, you'll notice that the words in this hymn, even though it's a children's tune, it's a very, very powerful call to arms, reason, um, for marching, gathering together, and, uh, you know, we should really pay close attention. Sadly, um, this, well, not, as I say sadly, this, this guy actually lived for quite some time. Um, he wrote several other songs. He wrote one called Now the Day is Over. Uh, I don't know if you, anybody knows that song. But he actually lived to be 90 years old, all right? And he died in 1964, um, so, Brother Gould here, he writes this tune, he writes this tune rather hastily. Now, like I said, um, this, this song's a big-time children's song. My brother and I and my sister, we would sing it at our school, and we would march to it, and that's one of those, you get your, your arms moving, all right? Um, you get your leg. you can't see, but you get your legs in the marching motion, you really get to go get moving on this song and, and singing and, and rolling. Um, you know, you really drive that point home of marching. No, Bo, I'm not going to sing it for you. Um, if you want, we can have Brother Bo sing that um, next time. We can record him, but I'm not going to be singing that. But it's really a call to action. 
um, a, a, a let's band together for the cross of Christ. Let's march forward and let's battle the foes. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's, we, we've got a war that is going on. All right. And so that is kind of what I want to dig into about this Onward Christian Soldiers song is the idea behind, behind this is number one is there is a battle. Okay. We are in a battle. Ephesians 6 verses 11 through 13. A lot of you know that this is the armor of God passage, right? It talks about putting on the armor of God. Verses 11 through 13 says, um, if I got to, I got to get to chapter six, there we go. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may that you may be able to withstand in the evil and having done all to stand. So the idea, the idea here is that we are at war today. No matter what individuals want to try to convince us of or what they want to say, they want to ignore and bury their heads in the sand. We, as Christians, are at war. Now, I understand to a point to why Christians today understand or, or, or feel like they're not in a, a battle. Because we up to this point, have lived in a pretty religious, free zone. Uh, there's not been persecution. We're not been put in jail. We've not been killed. We've not had to have underground churches. We in the United States have lived pretty religiously free to express and live how we want. All right? The idea that we're at war seems to either miss people because we're not forced or many people choose to ignore this idea because it's just easier. Because when you take a stand, when you fight for something, you will have an opposing side. And, and nobody wants to not have friends and family uh, around them all the time. They want to be loved and liked. So this idea of a war, a battle, that we are constantly fighting is something that a lot of people want to try to ignore. But it's we can't ignore that. These verses tell us there in verse 1 or verse 11 that the devil is after us, right? It says that you may be able to withstand or they may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. These are cunning devices, these are methods. Our day-to-day, -day, if you count yourself a child of God, I promise to you, like this verse is saying, the devil is your foe. You are in a battle. Whether you want to fight it or not, you are being attacked 
by the devil's wiles. He is consistently trying to come at you with devices and methods to get you to compromise, to get you to change, to get you to bow out of a battle. Um, the more they can flare up and get you to back off, the less fighting you will do. The less fighting you do, the more freedoms he can take from you. And then, and thus, with sin, enslave you and your family members and so forth and so on. All right? You have to get through you first. We are the, uh, the, the soldiers in this battle. It, it then tells us in verse 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. All right? My brother and I wrestled. We had this thing. We, we loved it. Um, we, we got into wrestling. We liked WWF at the time, right? Yeah. And we had the CD and, and we would come out and we would, you know, come out to different songs and, and, and the entrances and we would have these fake matches and then he would get mad because I was bigger than him and I would never let him win. Um, and then we wrestled for real. Um, we would have these wrestling matches. Well, we are wrestling and we're not wrestling individuals. What does he say we're wrestling against? Rulers of darkness. Those that are spiritual wickedness. We are wrestling against the devil and his forces. You make a decision. I make a decision. Everyone in here makes decisions daily to either fight or to give in. Now today the devil was fighting against me. Because that thought came once or twice to me. and say, forget it. I'm canceling the show tonight because my stuff's just not working well. And I had to make a conscious choice not to do so. And I'm not trying to boost myself up, but listen, it is there, it is real, and it is every single day. And it was, it's likely mostly hourly and even minute, depending on what you're doing. It can hit you anytime, anywhere. Things that seemingly seem fine come at you out of nowhere. And it hits you like a blindsided truck. The United States military branches, they deploy hundreds of thousands of soldiers all over this world. They're constantly training on a regular basis. You may know um, people that are in the military and you'll know that they train on a regular basis. There are also those that train you know, monthly. Um, so they keep themselves up and rolling. They are constantly preparing for what might happen and so that they are ready at a moment's notice to fight a war, to fight a battle. They are the ones that are called into action because they are the... They're not going to call Trevor. If someone attacks the United States of America, they're not going to call me because Trevor's not been preparing. Trevor's not working on a, on a regular basis to where I'm fit and in shape and, uh, and proficient at the fighting skills or the skills that are necessary to fight a war. I, I'm not in the military to be called upon on, but I am a child of God. I should be ready like the military prepared, looking for someone who is seeking to do me and my family harm. See, the military is prepared. How prepared are we in this battle that we face on a regular basis? Are we um, we, we are tasked spiritually to do the same. That is why we have the word of God. That is why we have church. That is why we should have brothers and sisters in Christ to build ourselves strong to 
be able to withstand the arrows fired at us, the fiery darts from Satan. We should be prepared, looking, ready, constantly on the lookout. Tells us to be instant in season and out of season. That that goes towards knowing what you're talking about so you can always give a reason for the gospel. We share the gospel with the world because the devil is out there trying to drag people to the pits of hell. And so often we want to bury our heads in the sand and not admit that there is a war, a battle, a devil that is fighting against us, that is his wiles are after us or, or, or wrestling against rulers of darkness. We want to ignore that. And we're going to lose our family. We're going to lose our friends. You see, we should be marching. We should be onward Christian soldiers, that we should be moving forward in this battle. Now, we're going to take setbacks. We're going to get hit hard. We're going to have days where we're angry and upset and lose our temper. But the idea here is even when you take a hit, you keep moving forward. This entire chapter about the armor of God, just like Robin was talking about, put on the whole armor of God. This is all about being able to take a hit and continue to move forward, to continue to be steadfast and strong, just like in verse, thir four, in verse 13. Why? Wherefore, take up upon the whole armor of cross that you may be able to withstand, what's this? In the, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand. You see, if we're not ready, if we're not reading, if we're not studying, if we're not praying, then we're not putting on the whole armor of God. If we're not in a house of God, growing in the Lord, then we're not ready for the evil to attack us. We're going to fall. These arrows will pierce us. If you're shot at, the military wears special gear to protect themselves, helmets and vests and, 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 and the, the right kind of boots. And our, our, you know, our, our police wear you know, certain types of vests and, and gear. Our firefighters wear protective gear. Everywhere else in the world, we get the idea of, uh, you know, we want our firefighters and our policemen to be prepared. We want them to be training. We want them to be ready at a moment's notice. When someone breaks into Trevor's house, I want to be able to call the police and then to be here right away. But yet when it comes to the war against the devil, those of us that whose job is tasked to do so, and we'll talk about whose job it is here in a little bit, we're not so prepared. We're not so ready. And we might open our Bibles in Sunday School Live, or we might open our Bibles for church. But how prepared are we? How ready are we to defend ourselves against the wiles of the devil? All right, so uh, we spoke about that there is a battle. There is also a mission. See, the military has a mission to keep us all safe. They That's what all their per, their preparation is for, is to keep us safe. We, we speak here in the armor of God in Ephesians, in Ephesians that we should put on the whole armor of God to, to fight against the, the devil, right? But what is our mission? What is it that we are to be doing? Where are we marching towards? Well, I'm glad you asked me that, all right? Let's hop over to Matthew, and some of you may know where I'm going. Matthew 
Matthew 28, 18. We have a mission. It is called the Great Commission. And this is for everybody. We're going to read this here, Matthew 18 through 20. And this comes straight from the words of Jesus. It's in the red, okay? And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in the it, all power is given me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Uh-oh. Ooh. My screen went black for a moment. That was scary. Hopefully I didn't lose everybody. All right. So uh, what is our mission? Our mission is the Great Commission. We are to teach all nations to observe all that Christ has commanded. Now, this is all. This is a big word, right? We accept that for God so the world, right? We accept the all that Christ died for all Right? We like that word all. It's all-inclusive. He died for all of the world. Everyone is included. Everyone can accept grace. But then we were all over here to this great commission, and we, and we think, well, we're supposed to teach all nations. That's for somebody else to do. We're supposed to teach them, teach all nations to observe all that Christ commanded. We are to share not only the gospel of Jesus Christ to all nations, but his teachings on all the other stuff as well. The idea that only salvation matters and everything else is less important is only true if you're a non-believer. Now, I'm going to say that again. The idea that only salvation matters and the rest of that stuff is, is second only deals with if you don't have salvation in the first place. All right, you're exactly right. I don't care what church you attend to. I don't care what your belief systems are. I don't care what you feel about the Trinity or the second coming of Jesus Christ or works or, 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 or baptism or any of that. If you don't believe in Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, none of that matters. But when you do, when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and, and, and you and trust in him for your eternal salvation, then all the rest of that matters. The rest of that is important. It is dependent upon who you become in this war. And I say that because you look at the military aspect of this. If these individuals <clears throat> give their all, they become these great soldiers for the military, right? The people that put their heart into it, that constantly do what is needed and, and go above and beyond and, and, and serve with all of their might. These people become great soldiers. Then there are those that are just kind of willy-nilly and they get yelled at all the time. And they, they're the ones that kind of flop out or, or maybe even kicked out at some point. Not, not that you'll get kicked out of the hands of Christ. But the idea is, you know, are we a soldier that accepts this mission to share the gospel and teach all that Christ has said. We must obey every order from our royal master leading us into victory. A soldier in Christ's army is one 
that listens to the leading of his master, maneuvers the way his master says to maneuver, trains the way his master says to train. You see these individuals, and, and when you even get into sports, it's muscle memory, right? You do a thing over and over and over so much you can do it in the dark. It's just a matter of you just it, you just do it. Like you watch Steven Seagal and you watch all these, you know, these great martial art people and, and, and you know, one person can fight armies, right? It's all about it's just what I do. It's just how I do it. I, you know, I just don't think, you know. The same principle applies. We have a mission that if we practiced this mission of sharing the to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and all that Christ commanded, if that was our mission and everything we did was a light to that mission over and over, then we would build ourselves up to, well, we wouldn't even have to think about it anymore. When the devil attacked us, when the devil came after us with his wiles, we would automatically seek the path of Christ. See, so often we, we fail, the darts attack us, they get through, we fall apart because, not because we don't care, we don't love God, but because we're not practicing our mission. We're not set and focused on sharing the gospel on a regular basis. We are a people split and divided and splintered with so many factions that we Christians have become weak. So many have left Christ's true church and teachings that Satan's armies rarely ever cower and hell's foundation hardly ever quivers the church of jesus christ the people of god our mission is to march forward we all have the same great commission now listen i'm not saying that you have to hop on board and move on over to jamaica right now and become a missionary but i do say this you play a part in making the gospel spread around the world you play a part in sharing the gospel in your neighborhood, and you should at the least be sharing the gospel and the Great Commission with friends and family. If you're not moving forward, Christian soldier, then you're not following your Great Commission. Teach all nations all things that Christ commanded. That all is very important. It does matter what you believe, it does matter what you teach. Because it is what we're supposed to share with the world. All of Christ's commandments. The last thing I want to talk about is there is an army. Matthew 16, 18. Uh, we'll be there at some here shortly. Um, in Ephesians 6, we were told to put on the whole armor of God um, to withstand evil. Right. So that lets us know that, hey, there's an army. Right. We're putting on, you know, telling individuals, put this armor on, put it together. Second Timothy two, three says, therefore, thou, therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. All right. So we know there are soldiers. We know that that there are individuals. There are people that should be wearing the armor of God. We know that to be us, us as individuals. Um, we are the soldiers. But just like the the. USA, the U.S. military, their strength comes from, not from individuals, but as a fully assembled, one goal-oriented marching army, right? If you go to 
Uh, like I said, Matthew 16, 18, we learn what Christ built for us. 16, 18. Now, this is Jesus Christ. He talks about, uh, he's talking to, he's answered to them. Verse 17, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. He says, and I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And what? And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. This verse tells us that Christ built his church and gave it power to move forward, gave it the ability to be strong against the attacks of the devil, that the gates of hell will not prevail. We will not fall if we stand firm and move forward and fight the battle that Christ has set or tells us is happening. We know that chapter after church, chapter and verse after first, he tells us that we are soldiers, that we have a battle and the church, the true church of Jesus Christ was built to give us that strength as a collective assembly of people together to move forward into battle. Our soldiers in the U.S. military are strong because they are united with a common cause, with a structure and leadership. We Listen, it matters what church you, are, you attend to because we are supposed to be members of the true church that Christ built here so that we can... It, 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 take part in the power that he has given to us to withstand and to fight and to lead and be guided by the one master, the one soul leader. And that's Jesus Christ himself. You see, there is an army. We are an army. And we are to assemble together and be part of God's church to move forth in this land. You think it's it's a, a coincidence that there are so many different religions, so many different churches, even I'm not I'm take the non-Christian ones out. Do you think it's a coincidence why there are so many different denominations? Why there are even so many different Baptists? Why because the devil gets in there. The devil starts planting his thoughts and his ideas and instead of being fit with the full armor of God, instead of being focused on the great commission of sharing the true gospel and the true word of God with the rest of the world, we get our feelings hurt. Or we get our own eyes, our own uh, ideas or mindsets. And then that pastor starting to upset me a little bit. And I'm going to go right over here and I'm going to start the First Baptist Church of Trevor Wilson. And we're now going to start teaching this because now, is there a time when you need to leave your church? Absolutely. When that church is not following what the direction of the leading of the Holy Spirit and they've got in their own mind that they're going to follow themselves and you can't fix it. Now, mind you, you don't just up and walk out. All right. You do some work. You make sure you talk to that pastor and you do the best you can do to help get them back. Make sure you're not off in the first place. But yes, there are times where the church loses the candlestick or they walk away from the path that Christ has led. But let me tell you, nine out of 10 times, it's it's us that has gotten off. Our feelings get hurt. We break away from the true army of God and get off on ourselves. And then we wonder why so many people are led astray. 
Because we have lost the, the idea that we have a single master and we have an army and we have a great commission. Onward Christian soldiers. We are God's army marching to war with the great commission following Jesus Christ as our royal master. No longer should we sit idly by by others while others fight for you. We need, here's I'm going to bring this in. Listen, I'll put this in. We need you and God's army needs you. Will you fight for God today? Will we get our hand, heads out of the sand? Will we work towards the Great Commission? Onward Christian soldiers marching with the same mind and the same focus following the, the, Jesus Christ. We become an unstoppable force that even the gates of hell cannot prevail against. He promised us that. You can take that to the bank. Listen, I don't care what's going on in the world today. I don't care what is happening. What is most important is that we are focused and understand that the devil does not love us, doesn't like us, doesn't even care for us. In fact, he hates us. He doesn't like a single one of you in here. He doesn't like a single one of anybody that will ever listen to this. He hates us. He wants to hurt us and he wants to tear us down. He is after us and, and works heartily against us. But we, we have a mission. We have a great commission to share the gospel to all nations and teach all that God has, that Christ has commanded. And lastly, we have a church, a very powerful, true church that God built. Jesus Christ himself built and, and moved and grew and, and directed and, and ordained individuals and, and, or set up, uh, you know, teachings and, and guidelines on what, what was necessary so that it will grow and, and continue even after his crucifixion and his resurrection. All that was for us. Onward, Christian soldiers, are you, are you marching? Are you marching? All right, let's close with this song. And the next time you hear this song, this doesn't have to be a children's song because the words in this song are very powerful. I love it. I think it's great. And I hope you guys think about this song for quite some time. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war. With the cross of Jesus going on before. Christ the royal master leads against the foe. Forward into battle, see his banner go. At the sign of triumph, Satan's host doth flee. And then Christian soldiers on to victory. Hell's foundations quiver at the shout of praise. Brothers, lift up your voices Loud your anthems raise. Like a mighty army moves the church of God. Brothers, we are treading where the saints have trod. We are not divided. All one body we. One in hope and doctrine. One in charity. Onward then ye people. Join our happy throng. Blends with ours your voices in the triumphant song. 
glory, laud, and honor unto Christ the King. This through countless ages, men and angels, men and angels sing. Onward, Christian soldiers marching to war with the cross of Jesus going on before. So I ask you to move forward to prepare to fight to understand that he's out there. Onward Christian soldiers. I love you guys. I miss you guys. I hope everyone's doing fine. 